Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of Real Estate Fight Club, where we talk about, are you going to realtor jail? We discuss professional standards committee cases and code of ethics violations. Here with me today is Jim Camarada from KW in Minnesota. Hey, Jim. Jennifer, how are you? I'm good. This is, I'm interested to talk about this case because it's Mm -hmm. how far should we go in counseling our clients. And I uh-huh. feel like we might get in a fight, which we might. That's okay. What I live for. <laughs> yeah. Before we like even dive into this, my initial reaction is like most agents, I feel step over the line and they, they take it upon themselves to be like the parents and the best friend and the attorney and the real estate agent and the inspector and like all these things that they are, they are not. not. <laughs> so yes, tell us about this case. Okay. So, you know, you can look at it from that overly protective scenario to the, the laissez-faire. Yeah. yeah. I'll pull out my high school French laissez-faire approach. So here's, here's the scenario. You've got a buyer okay. and uh, you write a purchase agreement. And of course, before you prepare it, you always get the seller's property condition disclosure. The disclosure clearly rock most of the time. Let but feel like that's a different podcast. uh, It's a whole different, uh, yes, a whole different inspection. But it was provided by the seller, and the seller said that the air conditioning was not working. Okay, nothing elaborate. Just the box was checked. Does not work. Great, they disclosed something that didn't work. Wow, it's a miracle. Yeah, okay. So that was good. So, So proceeding with the purchase agreement, there was a home inspection. The home inspection declared air conditioning. (laughs) It blows air, but it doesn't cool. Oh, it blows hot air on when the heat is on. It blows air. It blows air. They didn't specify hot or cold. It blows air, but it's not cold. Basically, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Basically. Okay. Yeah. So, the seller also confirmed by way of the conversation with the agents that it hasn't worked for a long time. Okay. So Weird. let's they pause. They must not have lived there. So let's pause. Now, yeah. the little old lady lived there by herself. Okay. Um, what would you do as an agent? How would you then proceed? Would you reach out to the seller, to the uh, so listing agent? a violation of license law. How would you, yeah, and how would you approach and counsel your buyer? What would you do? First of all, I would work with sellers. But if we happen (laughs) to have a buyer, if I'm reading the disclosures and it says, and I'm assuming that my buyer is a owner occupant that is like not in the business. Okay. Because if it's an investor, it's different. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So owner occupant, not in the business. All right. I, when we read that, I would request if there was any additional information about that when submitting the offer or ask like, has anybody looked at it or whatever, just additional information. And then I would 
tell the buyer that they probably want to also have an HVAC in person look at it because the inspector is a generalist, not somebody specific. And we already know this doesn't work, but does it not work to the tune of it, the filter needs to be changed and the batteries need to be put in it? Or does it not work like it's leaking Freon or is it like dead? Like, what are we talking about? Is it a hundred dollar mm -hmm. fix or is it a $5,000 fix? Yeah. And wouldn't get you the prepare? Yeah. And, and wouldn't you prepare an amendment in our world here in Minnesota, we would prepare an amendment and take it back to the listing agent requesting that the seller at least have a, a licensed HVAC technician service the equipment and get it working properly. No, maybe it, you're, if it, you mean as part of the inspection request? Yeah. After the inspection is done, you know, maybe you've got not. a time period. I, yeah. Well, maybe it's different in, in Ohio, but in Minnesota, in Minnesota, we would prepare an amendment that goes back to the listing agent and the buyer would request the seller to have it serviced and operable. Here's the thing. And I think this is, this is where we're going to diverge in the yellow wood <laughs> is that this is a conversation on what do you, how do you guide your clients on what to request in an inspection, an inspection request. And this is based on how what the inspection comes back. So uh -huh. number one, moving like with this, I would have told them you may want to have not just a generalist inspector, but also an HVAC inspector right. because we already know that it's not yep. working. Yep. So let's say it comes back. Let's say the inspection co repairs come back and it's always 4 million things on there. I'm of the mind of asking for money rather than the seller to repair it. Because in my head, the seller is not, they may not, it hasn't been repaired in how many ever years. So why not just get the money and repair it yourself? Okay, that's one but approach. it doesn't matter. But would you have it, it was part of what you already knew. You knew yeah. it wasn't working. And so did you submit your offer according to something that said, okay, we're going to allocate about this much to get it fixed. And then your, your inspection came back saying it was within that threshold. Then you wouldn't request anything. Okay. But you would have had that conversation with your buyer client, correct? How do you uh -huh. want to handle this? It doesn't work. Do you want to inspect it further? Do you want the seller to address it? Do you want them to give you well, an no, allowance? You would have the conversation. What do you mean? <laughs> okay. Oh my That's God. My point exactly. So here's what this particular agent did in her infinite wisdom. She suggested that the seller provide a one of those one-year home warranties. But it's likely not covered. Okay. You're spot on. She knew that pre-existing conditions were not covered, but yet she got the seller to provide that at closing. It didn't matter. Well, I mean, I guess I don't know 100% how home warranties work. And this is why we use Kristen from Achosa. She's the best. So I would call Kristen and be like, hey, look, this is what it is, is if we get a home warranty and have the seller on the phone too, or have the seller call or the buyer call directly, hey, if this is on the home warranty, is it would it be covered when we discovered it doesn't work or whatever, right? And I imagine because it's insurance, they would be like, no, we're not covering it because it already doesn't work. Right, but that wasn't done either. But that is wasn't there, done either. Is Right, obviously. Is there a warranty already on it? Could she just, because that happens sometimes with roofs and there's like a bad winter and then the inspection. So it's like, should the seller file a claim? I mean, there's a lot of avenues other than so the 
do we need a break? I feel yeah, like- let's take a break. Go ahead. You need a break. <laughs> Always need I need a snack. Jim. I need a break. Well, let's take you a break. This is water. Hear <laughs> <laughs> a word from our favorite partner. And when we return, we are gonna send this agent to jail, I feel like. Hey guys, Monica here. I want to talk to you about one of the favorite partnerships and tools that I have in my real estate business. And you're going to want it in your real estate business too. It's a Choza home warranty, the best in the business guys. They're different. They're different. And after all, isn't that what we want? Something that finally works for our homeowners. Achosa does a couple things different, but the one thing I want to highlight right here is that they let you choose your own contractors. Yes! That's what Achosa means after all, the ability or the power to choose. And so when your homeowner has something that needs fixed, they can call their own contractor and have them come in and get the quote and right there on the spot, call the Achosa Home Warranty Customer Service and they will approve the work right then and there and your contracting can get started and the problem can be solved and we're out the door. Isn't that awesome? So Achosa Home Warranty, guys, here's what you need to know. Use code Fight Club when you sign your buyer or seller up and that will give them $25 off their policy. $25 off with Fight Club. If you need to call, here's their number, 888 888- 509-2916-888-509-2916. Achosa, A-C-H-O-S-A, home warranty. Ah, fight club for $25. Go get it. All right, welcome back. So I just want to recap, Jim. The buyer's agent and the buyer saw in the property disclosures that the um, HVAC was not working properly or not working or whatever. During the inspection, the inspection showed that it was not working. It, it corroborated the, the issue, but there was no additional information about it. And there was no specific check on what was working was not. Buyer agent suggested that the seller offer a warranty. That's where we're at, correct? Yep. And this buyer agent also knew that pre-existing conditions were not covered. Why would they, how would they, I mean, I would, I guess I would assume that they didn't know that if that was their solution. No, she was questioned. She was questioned by the panel and she knew that it was pre-existing conditions. why, Why would she make that suggestion? This is the whole crux of the matter. She had knowledge that she did not put forth. She did not discuss all the different options with the buyer client to address the air conditioning, suggested a home warranty that <laughs> when the home warranty sent a technician out, the technician said, this is a pre-existing condition, we don't cover it. So this is a violation- she didn't do her job. Obviously, this is a violation of job. what article? One, it article really- one says, when representing a buyer, seller, landlord, tenant, or other client as an agent, Realtors pledge themselves to protect and promote the interests of their client. Which this they did not do. This obligation to the client is primary. She did not do this. She was found in violation, slapped with a pretty heavy fine, including continuing ed classes in ethics and in agency. And this is another place where we are going to be on opposite ends. Look, you can't teach ethics. Like you are either ethical or you are not ethical at this stage of the game. 
has that agent, I know that previous violations are not taken into account when assessing the fine. Is that right? In executive session, the legal counsel for the association will tell the panel whether there have been prior violations okay. or not. Had there been? So we, we don't. In this case, no. This she was the first not. time that her client, her client was the one that brought the, filed the complaint? The ethics complaint. Yep. And she had no other complaints prior to this. Now, interestingly, what is the listing agent's does the listing agent have a responsibility inside of this? Listing agent was protecting uh, the seller. And again, right. not having that knowledge, I can't answer that question. But the buyer's agent, the complaint was brought by the buyer right. against her agent that she did not counsel her correctly. She, she left out a lot of stuff and just d- did not put her interests first and foremost. The buyer's perception was that all she cared about was getting it closed and getting commission. That's certainly that what it seems like. Buyer's perception, be it right or be it wrong, perception is reality. Well, and it that's it seems like that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't do oh. her job. She did these not are the type of people that shame on her. Right. I mean, this is why. Oh my God, this is terrible. Well. So they didn't go to realtor jail. Why do we do this? This Uh, Why do we do this? Help educate others. Don't do that. Don't do that. Well, (laughs) duh. Don't be unethical. Duh. This is pretty cut and dry. But I do want to have like a brief conversation about where does our counseling begin and end? Because it's, to me, the, uh, the options are, hey, it doesn't work. Do you want to get it inspected by somebody who is a specialist in this field? Do you want to reduce your offer for the cost of replacing it and call the companies to figure out what it would cost to replace it or adjust your offer somehow to a level you're comfortable with. It is, I find that so many agents will be more specific than that. Like they will, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, if, if the roof is suspect, again, the home inspectors are generalists. If the roof is suspect, they'll suggest a roofer. If the electrical panel it looks a little funky, they will recommend an electrician. So yeah, yeah uh, get the specialist in there to check it out. And it's not I'm you. Protect, I'm going to protect my client's interests. So right. I'm always going to suggest and recommend and go through their various options. You could do this, 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 or this. What do you choose? And but let me help you guide you through that. Where do you draw the line? Let's say you just had a client that had mm-hmm. a similar situation and you know the outcome and it was the HVAC was this much. Do you relay that to this new buyer client? Every situation is so unique. I could just say, you know, there are similarities, but yours could be very, very different. So let's check it out. Let's get the expert in there and tell you precisely what needs to be done. Now, you know, Jim, we want to know, have you ever crossed the line on the counseling what do you mean, cross the line? <laughs> like counseling your buyer, like as though you were an inspector or a contractor or something. No, of course no, not. I, I, no, no, seriously. I, I'll say this looks suspect. That looks suspect. Let's get an expert in here. You know, okay. It just doesn't look right or feel right. I could be wrong, and hopefully I am. But let's let's just double check it. I'm yeah. protecting your interests. Well, it's better, and we'll say it, it's better to pay 
$1,000 in these inspections than it is to find out later that this fix is going to be three to $10,000. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you're just better off paying for the inspections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do it. I, I met with a, uh, a potential seller client the other day and I was asked, uh, would it be wise for us to have as sellers a home inspection? And my response was, I wish more sellers would ask that question because wouldn't you rather know now what's yeah. wrong, potentially wrong, and fix it and get it out of the way and, and address it now before it becomes an issue later? Well, we used to do that, have the sellers do like a pre-inspection. And about 50% of the time, the buyers would then release the inspection based on those results and what the seller fixed. And it's just a lot easier to do it up front rather than when you're trying to move. Uh, yeah, I like it. Well, Jim, if people have a referral for you in Minnesota, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Okay, text or call 612-562-7461 or email me at jimcamarada at kw.com. I'm in the Minneapolis area. Minneapolis, all right. Minneapolis, well, oh, the Twin yeah. Cities. Okay. And if you look at them, they're not twins, but they're still called Twin Cities. Okay. <laughs> um, and if you're an agent and you want to find out how to partner with Monica and I so we can help you make more money and have more, get your life back, have more freedom, give me a call or a text at 513-400-1691. All right, Jim, thanks for being on. Thank you. See you, Jen. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.